Hey, what's up? Some of the things that I say might hurt your feelings. I don't mean it, but I just speak what is true. I tear down lies and build up truth. So if you don't like what I say, you can go to the left or you can go to the right. This is not no mush mush. So here I go. I'll grab a hold of this. I pray don't go over here. Yeah. See, I've been down in the deep, struggling and praying for weeks. Something ain't right with my soul. If I can't hear what he speak, spiritually battling a beast, trying to take over my peace. I started fasting and reaching places I couldn't even see. And now I'm covered in power. Watch it take over my lungs. Speaking life into dreams that people told me were done. I get a good revelation when I go speak to his son. His name is Jesus, the reason why every battle was won. I remember sitting in my room, clutching one hand on the block, feeling like I'm so protected, but barely trusting in God, cause fear was sitting in my body, but never knew this before, crazy new spiritual encounter, where he show up at the door, and that's uh, what I know about rolling down in the deep, when your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze, when these people talk too much, put that in slow motion, yeah, I feel like an astronaut in the ocean, I When I'm home, chilling the world, I stay tuned to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. When I'm home, chilling, I'm always tuned in to fame. Yeah, the hottest podcast out there. Go listen. Better read when I'm home, Tim, I'm always tuned in to say he has the hottest podcast out here. When I'm home, Tim, in the world, I stay tuned to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. say too much the video pretty much explains itself they're coming right out on television in the newspapers on the radio and you're telling the people exactly what you're going to do before you do it and they're uh, like they're brain dead well we did a good job with the public school system 
we got you to put all of your children in there. You notice that the Jew doesn't put his children in there. They go to the Hebrew Academy where we teach them the real things, and then they go to the synagogue and they learn the real important things. But we send your kids to the public school. We even have you tax yourself from your property so that you never own your property. And uh, so if you don't, don't make your property tax, we're going to take your property. You can bet on that. And we have you put your kid in a, a 12-year uh, babysitting is about all it does because you don't learn anything. And then by that time, the kids, uh, they get to be teenagers, and then uh, we give them the music. Uh, not that we really want to call it music because, uh, oy vey, that's not music. But they listen to that, and then they want to do what they want to do, and so we sell them drugs, and uh, we make a lot of money off your children. Your children from cradle to grave. See, nothing makes me angrier when we talk about our civil rights and what we've missed. That here comes the Asians in to join us. Here come the Latinos in talking about their civil rights. Here comes white women in talking about theirs, the Mexicans, all of these people. And I don't know if some of you are very, very young, but in my experience growing up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I never knew that anybody who was sent to the back of the bus because she was a white woman. Nobody was sent to the back of the bus because they were homosexual. Nobody was sent to the back of the bus because they were Asian and Latin. They were sent to the back of the bus because their faces were black. And now all of these groups are wanting to come in now and take the things that owe us. And some of our leaders stand up and say, oh, we're all one. We should include everyone that's going in. Every time I hear them do that, I just want to pick up a sock or shoe or something and throw it at the television. See, this is why I'm not mistaken by these leaders. See, anytime, first of all, you can't leave me when you call an organization rainbow because there's no black in a rainbow. Dr. Fauci is now spinning the narrative, saying he never called for shutdowns. He is leaving the NIH. Let's check him on the record. He did recommend shutdowns. Watch this. Was it a mistake in so many states, in so many localities, uh, to see schools closed as long as they were? I had nothing yeah. to do. I mean, you're, I you're, mean you're, let's you're, get down to the facts. I didn't shut down anything. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. And the only way to do that is by draconian means of essentially shutting down a country. We know that we can do that if we shut down. Well, if I knew at the time that shutting down would have such a dramatic effect on controlling the spread, obviously we would have shut down earlier. Not only did he say shut down, he said he would have shut down earlier. Those are the facts, Dr. Fauci. Your reaction? Yes, earlier and harder. That's the Dr. Fauci playbook. I hope Americans recognize that the individual that led the response, that President Biden and all these other people were saying they trust, is now he's clearly lying. He is the energy behind the shutdowns. And he has the audacity to go on TV and tell people that he didn't have anything to do with it. That's the individual. And how can you trust someone like that? what this man has to say but we have to salute the courage we have to salute the pride that you can clearly see in this man's demeanor you can see it in his eyes he's talking this real spicy black talk with his shoulders back his chest out and his head high the documentary so 
I take my responsibility. It seems like Adam Silver wanted to hear the word I apologize, or in your mind you said I didn't mean to cause any harm. Were you apologizing, or did not apologize? I didn't mean to cause any harm. I'm not the one that made the documentary. What, what are the specific things in the documentary that you don't believe are true? I think uh, some of the criticism of the Jewish faith in the community, for sure. Some points made in there that were uh, unfortunate. Tyree, are you surprised that you did hurt people? Uh, surprised that I did hurt people? Are you surprised that reaction and some of the things that you did hurt people? Yeah, I, I think I can ask a better question. It's just, where were you when I was uh, a kid? Figuring out that uh, 300 million of my ancestors are buried in America. Where were you guys asking those same questions when I was a kid dealing with learning about the traumatic events of my familial history and what I'm proud to come from and why I'm proud to stand here and why when I repeat myself that I'm not going to stand down, it has nothing to do with dismissing any other race or group of people. I'm just proud of my heritage and what we've been through. And uh, the fact that this has pinned me against the Jewish community and uh, I'm here answering questions of whether or not I'm sorry or not on something I didn't create and it was something I shared and I'm telling everybody I'm taking responsibility and that's where I sit so you know these same questions that you guys ask me dealing with it as being a melanated pigmented person all around the world and dealing with racial biases against my skin color demeaning me because of my religious beliefs and I'm still sitting in the seat standing so um, I take my full responsibility. Again, I'll repeat it for posting something on my Instagram or Twitter that may have had some unfortunate falsehoods in it. But I also am a human being that's 30 years old and I've been growing up in a country that's told me that I wasn't worth anything and I came from a slave class. And I come from a people that are meant to be treated the way we get treated every day. So, I'm not here to compare anyone's atrocities or tragic events that their families have dealt with generations of time. I'm just here to continue to expose things that our world continues to put in darkness. I'm a light. I'm a beacon of light. That's what I'm here to do. You guys ask me questions about basketball, I give you my expert opinion. You guys ask me about other things, I give you my opinion, and it's met with whatever you believe the perception or the deception is. You guys investigate my life every day. And you justify it by serving your own purpose, which I honor. I would like the same respect in return. Figuring out just like anyone else. So please keep that same energy when we're talking about anti-other things. Because just because I post a documentary doesn't mean I'm anti-Semitic. And doesn't mean that I'm automatically standing with everyone that is believing in that. So... It's unfortunate to stand on the truth because uh, upsetting a world and that's what disturbs me now because the enemy sees in his fall in our rise that the end of white supremacy and its power over people of color is come to an end 
And so what is his mind? What, what is he thinking? Over our beautiful planet, he has ruled nine-tenths of it. And the other tenth doesn't know that he got them too. He's mastered religion. You can say you're a Christian, but he runs that. You can say you're a Jew, he runs that. You can say you're a Muslim, he runs that. You can say whatever you want to say, but he runs it all to our detriment. And as long as we gave the energy of our talent, the energy of our being to his world, he thrived. But today, what I heard from you, no. You want to give that energy to your beautiful black self. Oh, they hate us, those Arabs, those Muslims. They hate us because we're free. And can you imagine a slave master talking like that? Yeah. And you grinning and skinning. <laughs> that's right, that's right. As though you free in America. Right. See, you free to be a whore. You're free to be a pimp. You're free to sell drugs. You're free to be an educated but unproductive. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're free to make a million dollars, but you're not wise to know how to use it for the benefit of yourself and your people. What kind of freedom is that? They had to break up our family. Because without family, you have nothing. Family is the basic unit of civilization. Strong family, strong community. Strong family, strong nation. Strong family, strong world. Break up the family. And when you break up the family, you have to take God out of the family in order to break up the family, but make them think God is there. Anybody that comes after Farrakhan knows that they're going to die. was here, I didn't care who you were if you rose against that man. I would rise against you. That's the way all the followers are. Now, beloved brothers, if God puts a protection around the man, that frees the man to move in a violent society to deliver the message. Do you think I wouldn't be dead right now if I didn't follow the guidance of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad with what I'm saying? But everywhere I go, the believers go with me. On being the type of 
fool that you are and think that God is going to overlook that. Let me tell you, when you kill a black man, that's some serious stuff, brother. Because God came to save the black man. And you're going to kill us because of your foolishness? So, you hear what I say today? Some of you won't get past this week. I'm telling you what I know. He's going to answer what I say. Some of you won't get past this week. You're going to feel it. It'll be up in your video. Whooping the hell out of you because you know better. And you're going to take a woman out and blow her brains out because of some drugs that some family member messing up. So you're going to kill somebody. I don't know whether the woman innocent or guilty, but you're going to take a woman out of her house and kidnap her and kill her. You think you're going to get away with that crap? Now, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. See, you don't believe this white man is your enemy. So what God is going to do, since you have become an enemy to yourself, God is going to turn this white man loose on you. Since you like to kill, well, you can't outkill him. God got something for him, but he's going to make him whoop the hell out of you. Mark my words. When you see it happening, remember, you heard it here. How in the hell? I mean, it's an insult to me that you're going to ask me, can you forgive? How long have white people been doing this kind of evil to the darker people in the earth? Since they've been here. And when we make up our mind, we're not taking it no more. Because it's better to be dead than to live under tyranny all the days of your life. This is why uh, America separated from England. The tyranny of King George was too much for them to bear. So what did they do? They decided death is better. So it was Patrick Henry that said, give me liberty or give me death. And until we come up with that kind of mind, I'd rather be dead than to live continuously under this kind of tyranny. Saying black man and woman, wake up! And let's go to work and build a heaven for ourselves now, while we live. And let us learn how to live, where we can be at peace with one another, not at each other's throat, but we gotta learn how to be at peace, how to pool our resources, our talent, our energy, our skills. And then in a little while, you look all over Chicago and we'll say, yeah, we own that, we own this, we own this, yeah. Now this is our skyscraper, yeah, that's our ship. Uh, these are our ships here going over the highway. Yeah, these are our airplanes, these are our trucks. And when you can say that, will look at you differently they'll never say there go those niggas now they never wanted to see any black leader get to the youth you are the power young man young woman nobody like you generation you're unlike any other generation you know why because you're born into this world to deal with the enemies. That's why you're murderers. You're cold killers. Because you're born warriors for God, but you're misdirected. 
You into gangs over some little dope, some little jive community. God wants you to take the whole world and put it under your foot. You understand what I'm saying? Your Holocaust, the Jewish Holocaust didn't include people like King Leopold. The Jewish uh, uh, Holocaust didn't include things like the Berlin Conference. The Jewish people had nothing to do with Emancipation Proclamation. And they really had nothing to do with the Anti-Defamation League. Now, I'll even go a step further. We messed Should up have gone for human rights. during the Civil Rights Movement when we thought we needed white allies to help us and establish a social, economic, and political base. How do I say this? The NAACP. For the first several years of the NAACP, it had a white leader. I believe his name was Harold Spangarn. What I do know is that there's a scholarship named after the person who was the president of the NAACP for the first several years after his inception, and that man was a Jew. Kanye West ain't right. You could probably read through all these people's contracts and there's a Jew. Matter of fact, you can go to the Breakfast Club interview you can go to the breakfast club interview that uh um some i think his first name or last name is l-y-o-r liar uh i can't think of his first name but he's a record executive that charlemagne the god was questioning about you know there's an opioid addiction right and during the crack epidemic when rappers were rapping about crack and things like that they wanted to crack down on the rappers but now the rappers that are rapping about opioid and lean and things like that um, are giving contracts. This man said, well, I got mouths to feed. This is a Jewish man. He said, I got mouths to feed. So I know there's an opioid epidemic out there. I know that there's a drug epidemic out there that gets promoted through music, gets propagated through music, and kids get proselytized off of it through music, right? But that man said, he didn't care. He had mouths to feed. It's talent over anything, right? He ain't no rapper. He don't know how to put bars together. He's never lived in a situation that even gave him inspiration for the words to rap that can connect to other people. Right. But this man said that. Right. And I'd be damned if anybody who looks like me stands on the other side against Kanye. You know what I'm saying? If you don't stand with Kanye, stand neutral. If you're a person that looks like me, if you don't stand with Kanye, stand neutral. Right? If you're not, let me say that one more time. If you're not standing with Kanye, stand neutral. These people do a good job, whoever they are, do a good job of defaming people's character. They do a good job of assassinating people physically and in name. Right? We know this. Dr. King talked about economic withdrawal, he wasn't crazy. Marcus Garvey talked about pooling our resources together and becoming an economic base. Nobody called him crazy. Megger Ever said the same thing. Fannie Lou Hamer said the same thing. France Fanon said the same thing in the early 1900s. Booker T. Washington said the same thing. Now, in the late 60s, Dr. King said that, you know, the American Negro, as he would put it, uh, collectively have the most leverage politically, economically, and socially. We just have to know how to pull it and use it. 
He gave an example. He said, go buy Coca-Cola and tell them you're not drinking Coca-Cola no more. He said, go buy Wonder Bread and tell them you're not buying their bread no more. Now, if we're going to go by and tell these companies that we're not participating with them anymore, then what's going to happen to those countries? Their companies, they're going to flatline. The black dollar is the biggest business in the world. And as long as it's circulating outside of the black community, the, cl- the black community remains destroyed. That's called gentrification. As long as the black dollar stays in the black community and we study black economics, black capitalism, that's when we began to come up. And that is precisely when Kanye West became the enemy. He became a public enemy when he involved himself in politics, social and economic issues. Right. That's when he became a problem. Dr. King became a problem. When he started paying attention to the political, uh-huh, yeah, mm-hmm, JFK was up for re-election. He started paying attention to the political, the economic, and social issues. What did Dr. King say the three evils in society is? Economic exploitation. This is what Kanye's talking about. Dr. King was talking about it back in the 60s. He's talking about economic exploitation, militarism of police, right, and racism. Not anti-Semitism. Racism. And anytime people that look like me talk about racism and slavery, we always hear the pun, oh, slavery happened a long time ago. No, slavery is still happening. One form of slavery, chattel slavery, was abolished. Right? And not everybody knew. Not everybody knew. And the word emancipation, I think, says that by definition, that's someone who is free from political social and religious restrictions name a person that looks like me or you that is free from political social and religious restrictions in this country were you truly emancipated this is the thing that we're talking about you know what I'm saying when we go back to the words that the people are speaking when we do our own due diligence when we do peer review on what this man is talking about You know what I mean? There are a lot of different things that Kanye has said and done that if we were to sit down with him, I'm sure he can explain himself. He can articulate himself. For instance, I had an issue when Kanye West said that slavery was a choice. And then later on, he clarified that point when he's talking about nowadays slavery being a choice, reading contracts so people are not getting rich off of you. Okay, so now when he explains himself in that rationale, I can get with that. Slavery being a choice when we came here involuntarily and the things that were done to us psychologically and physiologically that prevented us from overcoming slavery a long time ago. There were several insurrections. There were several rebellions, right? There were several. They don't tell you about the, the, the people that when they when they got to the shores on in shackles and in and, 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 and on their necks and feet and things like that, they turned around and walked in ocean and drowned themselves. You ain't gonna be able to log in, scroll up and cop out. You ain't gonna be able to pop a zanny or down a brew during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be on social media. The revolution will not be brought to you by fashion over worn by your favorite luscious looking IG model. The 
revolution when I show you images of self-proclaimed patriots scaling capital walls like Miles Morales amidst newly discovered spider powers. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the Recording Academy, the Oscars, or the Emmys. And it won't be hosted by Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, or anything as white as the bread used in Jimmy John's. The revolution will not give you full lips like melanated queens. The revolution won't be dipped in hot water to provide you a flat tummy. The revolution won't train your waist to be thinner because the revolution will not be televised, my G. There will be no images of the culture ransacking high-end fashion house storefronts with claims that it's time for them to get back to the hood. CNN won't be able to predict the swing from red to blue deep down south round about them sweet Georgia peaches. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no images of unarmed black fathers being gunned down by poorly trained coward badge wearers. There will be no images of unarmed black fathers being gunned down by poorly trained cowards wearing a badge. There will be no supernatural twerkers to distract you from the workers of iniquity. There will be no clubs open solely promoting everything you need to feed your insecurities. Thirsty Thursdays, Freaky Fridays, and Live on Sundays will no longer be the epicenter for hype beasts from all walks of life. And people will not care if Kanye and Kim's relationship survives on the next season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Why? Because black people will be in the streets, not looking for, but creating a brighter day. The revolution will not be on social media. There will be no dance routines on TikTok, and no visuals with smooth transitions or voiceovers to help you kiki the day away. The theme song for the revolution won't be written by Francis Scott Keys. The revolution won't be directed by Steven Spielberg, nor sung by Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, or Billy Irish. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, a white savior, or white people. You won't have to worry about your package from Amazon arriving safely to reveal the unnecessary items you purchased. You won't have to worry about if your new iPhone will have the same capabilities as your previous one because the revolution will not be on social media. The revolution won't be seen on a mantle like Louis XIII. The revolution ain't gonna be where the money resides, but the revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be on social media. The revolution will not be televised. Will not be televised. Will not be televised. The revolution will not be a rerun, my G. The revolution. Oh, y'all thought I was done? Nah, I want all the smoke. See, I'm not a hater of any people. But the fact of the matter is, the same Jewish community that labels many of us in the black community as anti-Semitic have a long history of anti-blackness that they don't want to acknowledge. Let's get into it. Rabbi Milton Grafton from the Temple Emanuel Synagogue in Birmingham, Alabama. This devil is quoted as saying, the lives of 1,000 Negroes are not worth the hair on the head of a single Jew. But Brother Joshua, didn't Jews help us with the civil rights movement? That's a good question. Dr. Martin Luther King's advisor, Bayard Rustin, said while speaking at the conference on Negro-Jewish relations in the United States, held in May of 1964, and I quote, I am here to tell you that the Jews in the South are playing no creative role in the civil rights struggle. That's what he said, I'm just relaying it. But Brother Joshua, didn't Jews help abolish slavery though? Let's look into it. According to the American and Foreign Anti-Slavery Society in their report of 1853, oh yeah, we going back, baby. I quote, the Jews of the United States have never taken any steps whatsoever with regard to the slavery question. 
the American Jews have two newspapers, but they do not interfere in any discussion which is not material to their religion. The report goes on to say, it cannot be said that the Jews have formed any denominational opinion on the subject of American slavery, end quote. But let's take a look at what they did, however, publish in their newspapers. We coming with receipts today, baby. This is from the Jewish Tribune, St. Louis, Missouri, November 10, 1882. This article is meant to be funny. Ha, ha, ha. And in this article, they're mocking a dead Sambo nigger, as they call him, who drowned in a river. See, these folks have a long history of mocking black folks, but there's more. According to Jewish historian, Dr. Michael Rogan, and I quote, immigrant Jews had pretty well taken over blackface by the early 20th century. Damn, blackface too? Blackface racism is already wicked, but to build a business to specifically support and advance race hate, as did the M. Stein Cosmetic Company, this is the very definition of institutionalized racism. Part of the reason many in the Jewish community don't want to acknowledge this wickedness is because they also have to acknowledge that they became rich off the backs of black folks. They'd have to also acknowledge their hand in the slave trade. Then our demand for reparations would be just that much stronger. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall most certainly set you free. Isaiah 54, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Tell yourself, Deuteronomy 28, I am the head and not the tail. <laughs> Tell yourself, Psalm 18, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. Tell yourself, Psalm 20, some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord. Tell yourself, Romans 8:37, we are more than conquerors to him that loved us. Just talk, can't we just talk, talk about where we're coming Before we get lost, let me our thoughts Can't get what we do without knowing Right? This is where we at This is where we at Y'all still up on that? Alright? It's so bad, we received the letter Philadelphia. Philadelphia received the letter from the Islamic leaders. I don't know why, Key. They must know we crazy over here. You understand what I'm saying? So we receive a letter. Now, this is going to blow your mind, all right? Because James, James, am I lying? All right, we receive a letter. Now, let me show you a copy of the letter. We receive it in English, and we also received it in Arabic. Amen? And they are about this recognition of Jerusalem. Now, why they done said that to me? I don't know. <laughs> kind of people gonna be watching me? I see all kind of people at the game today. <laughs> Go whosoever. No, where are they gonna send that to me for? <laughs> but they watching Israel. They watching you. You got the time clock. They watching you. Because your motions, your movements, your ascent, 
your rise, your prosperity. Show the world where we at right now. They wrote us. Now look what they say in the letter, right? All right? Go to the next clip. Look what they say. Hallelujah. This is where it's from. The Saeed Abdul Hadi, the administrative trustee, the global guardians of the Al-Aqsa. You know what I'm saying? The Dome of the Rock and stuff like that. The gardens of it. And they writing us at Philly and they say, they telling us, Washington cannot broker peace negotiations on behalf of the Palestinian and the Jerusalemite family. They can't broker peace negotiations between the Palestinians uh, and with the 13th Jewish tribe of European Ashkenazi Khazars, who contrary to Nikki Haley, who is our UN ambassador, she asserted at the United Nations today, amen, they're saying that contrary to what she said, this 13th tribe, these European Ashkenazi Khazarians do not carry any biological lineage to the original black, brown, 12 tribes of the Hebrews. Through these 
vehicles, we can mold public opinion to suit our own purposes. There is no such thing as a silent majority because we control their cry and hue. The only thing that exists is an unthinking majority and unthinking they will remain. As long as their escape from our rigorous service is the opiate of our entertainment industry. By controlling industry, we have become the taskmasters and the people the slaves. When the pressure of daily toil builds to an explosive degree, we have provided the safety valve of momentary pleasure. The television and movie industries furnish the necessary temporary distraction. These programs are carefully designed to appeal to the sensuous emotions, never to the logical thinking mind. Because of this, the people are programmed to respond according to our dictates, not according to reason. Silent they never are, thinking they will remain. We are amazed at the Christian stupidity. Judaism is not only the teaching of the synagogue, but also the doctrine of every Christian church in America. Through our propaganda, the church has become our most avid supporter. This has given us a special place in society. They're believing the lie that we are the chosen people and they, the Gentiles. Said by Ashkenazi Jew, Harold Wallace Rosen. Amazon that Kyrie linked to says that the movie uncovers the true identity of the children of Israel by proving the true ethnicity of Abraham, Jacob, and many others. Find out what Islam, Judaism, and Christianity have covered up for centuries in regards to the true biblical identity of the so-called Negro in this movie packed with tons of research. Okay, he's he's free again to believe all of the above. Right. Maybe there's some truth in that, but, but I don't know of it. Maul Conrad in the 1700s wrote in his book, Universal Geography, or the description of all parts of the world, that, quote, a fact worthy of attention of the travelers is that, according to Odenthorpe, in the kingdom of Luango contains black Jews scattered throughout the country. They are despised by the Negroes who do not even design to eat with them. They are occupied in trade and keep the Sabbath so strictly that they do not even converse on that day. They have a separate burying ground, very far from their habitation. The tombs are constructed with masonry and ornamented with Hebrew inscriptions. The singularity of which excites the laughter of the Negroes, who discern in only serpents like lizards or the reptiles. Notice the reoccurring theme of the Congo in these quotes from Europeans. See, the kingdom of Congo is joined at the hip with Hebrew tradition, custom, and language, which at one point was widely known amongst European and Arab explorers, missionaries, cartographers, etc. For example, the Luba people, one of the least documented but largest areas in the Congo at one point was the Luba Empire or Luba Land. The Luba have a tribe amongst the people called the Baluba. After visiting and researching the Luba on his quest for the lost tribes, famed British historian and author Dr. Tudor Parfit had this to say about them in his book, The Jews of Ethiopia. Quote, Northwood of Katanga lives one of the greatest tribes of Central Africa, the Baluba, who are of undoubted Semitic origin. Hold up, let me say that again. Who are of undoubted Semitic origin. The name Baluba means lost tribe, and their language and their customs have many Hebrew affinities. 
They're named for an idea of God. Their word for water and people and many other words and ideas show their semantic strain. They're, they're just so happy to see a black man who will stand up and jeopardize every court he's got to tell the truth. So like Floyd Patterson and other fighters, they just don't take part. They make a million dollars. They get them a Rolls Royce. They get them a nice home. They get them a white wife. Well, I made it. America's great. And the rest of them catching hell and he won't say nothing. But when one man of popularity can let the world know the problem, he, can, uh, he might lose a few dollars himself telling the truth. might lose his life. But he's helping millions. But if I kept my mouth shut just because I can make millions, and then this ain't doing nothing. So I just love the freedom and the flesh and blood of my people more so than I do the money. Mr. Busse, does an American citizen have the right to defend our home from armed, violent home invasion? It's yes or no. It's not a trick question. Yes, sir. I believe that the Supreme Court has established that right. That is well-defined 240 years ago, reaffirmed by Article 3 and every sovereign state since. Ms. Sampson, you believe an American citizen, a free American, has a right to defend his home from armed, violent invasion? With respect, thank you for the question. The things that we're talking about won't prevent... Well, we're moving past you. Ms. Okafor... Does an American citizen have the right to defend their home from armed and violent invasion? Absolutely. Not only is a human right, it's also guaranteed by the Constitution. Absolutely. What my colleagues are doing, it's really, it's unbelievably beyond the pale of, of anything reasonable or constitutional. It, everything we're leading to towards here is the seizure of weapons from the homes of law-abiding American citizens that have purchased those weapons legally. You're setting up gunfights in the homes of Americans between Americans responding in the dead of night. When do you think ATF and FBI comes to a house? In the dead of night. You're setting up gunfights between American citizens defending their homes from dark shadows clearly armed coming into our home onto our porch and through our door you're setting up death Americans killing Americans over some fantasy that you can define what is a dangerous weapon in the hands of those Americans just living beyond their, their, their true right to exercise their own decisions about what type of firearm they legally purchase and own. It's insane what you're pushing. It's not going to end well. Once again, I clarify. Yeah? You have majority control, and you're most certainly exercising it, and you can push this bill through by party-line vote. But Americans are not going to sit and, uh, and allow without responding. Man, people make decisions like that. In the worst possible circumstances, again, in the dead of night, 
setting up some extreme stuff and you're 100% responsible for it. My colleagues in the Democratic Party, when those gunfights happen, that blood will be on your hands over some this political charade of pretending to be able to identify weapons that you from your ivory tower in D.C. You know better. I can define the weapons that Americans shouldn't have the right to own. It's already, we can't buy a tank or howitzer or caliber above 50. Carry light arms. We own them. We own them legally. We intend to keep them. It's Okafor. Thank you for being here today, man. Very contentious, this issue in America today, but it doesn't have to be. Anyone that would actually read the Constitution that they teach, they would know that this is this is a rabbit hole there's no escaping from. And ultimately it ends with an American citizen standing to defend his freedom. The only question is, when we have that debate reasonably through Article 1 in the legislative branch, will we have reasonable regulatory effort out of Article 2 in our executive branch, will it be argued in court or will it be settled on the front porch of Americans when the FBI and ATF shows up to seize legally owned weapons from a law-abiding American citizen? That's what you're setting up. I'm sorry, Ms. Okafor, my time has expired, but my passion is not in defense of the Second Amendment. Madam Chair, I yield. Get him off with like a, a bottle of Ciroc, like you know, a shot of Ciroc. You know, what I'm saying he got plenty of Ciroc, like you know, what I'm saying get him fucked up. You know, I, I fuck. Like, you know. I actually had a website that I'm about to, I'm about to start a movement. It's called I Wanna Fuck P Diddy Movement. Um, that's uh, you know, my agenda for the rest of the, the rest of the semester. You know Are you gonna saying? start uh, a uh, Kickstarter for that? I'm, I'm gonna start a Kickstarter. You know, I'm gonna set it to like a meal ticket. And like, you know what I'm saying? If, if I can reach a meal ticket, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna drop me and P. Diddy's sex tape. That's, that's something I would, I would love to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think, you know, Diddy is like a very attractive person. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've always been infatuated with how he dances. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was something about like the arms and shit. Like I used to just be like, yo, it's just sexy, yo. 
like no, no, like pause, like no homo, like like let's really be honest, like you know what I'm saying, like 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 Diddy thick, yo. <laughs> like you ever seen a nigga like you know like you ever seen a nigga like in some like tight shit like that nigga thick, yo? And I was like, yeah, nigga like that nigga like got a nice shape, like. But, snake and I pray the Bible said pray for vengeance this is for you Obama some Obama y'all hating ass jokers y'all y'all wicked ass people Obama and these Uncle Tom Stephen A. Smith Shaquille O'Neal Charles Barkley and all y'all this is for y'all Psalms 109 for the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of the deceitful are open against me. They have spoken against me with a lying tongue. The compassion they compassed me about also with words of hatred and fought against me without a cause. For my love 
they are my adversary, but I give myself unto prayer. And they have rewarded me evil for good and hatred for my love. Set thou a wicked man over him and let Satan stand on his right hand. So Obama and the rest of these Stephen A. Smith, Charles Barkley, um, Shaquille O'Neal and the crew, Stephen A. Smith and the crew. Let me read this for you, clowns. Set thou a wicked man, y'all wicked, set thou a wicked man over him and let Satan stand on his right hand. When he sh shall be judged, let, let him be condemned and let his prayer become sin. Let the days be few and let the let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless and his mother a widow. Let his children be continued a vagabond and begging and let them seek their bread also out of their desolate places. Let let the extraordinary catch all that has happened and let the strangers spoil their labor. Let there be no more extended mercy unto him, neither let there be any of favor his fatherless children. See, this is what y'all gonna get. This is the vengeance that I'm praying for y'all. All y'all Uncle Tom, all y'all sell-offs, all y'all wicked, all y'all, all y'all. The Bible says, pray for vengeance, and this is what I'm doing, and this is what most of us are doing. The true, the true watchman of the Most High. If you don't know, you better go read Psalms 109 again and find out. I don't know who somebody needs to hear this. Y'all speak Hebrew, that's Yiddish. How the fuck you try to label us anti-Semitic? We the Israelites, blacks, native Hispanics. The Germans getting locked up for the Holocaust. Meanwhile, black people still up in the Holocaust. Hundred million of us died in the transatlantic. Six million died. Y'all want the world to never forget it. You can never be a Jew. You are Ashkenaz. This ain't a star dumb dumb. My gun die or die. Yeah, easy told the truth and got ostracized. Not one person in the Bible had on a yarmulke. We were slaves in America like we was in Egypt. Y'all don't even fit the curses in the Torah neither. Y'all was blind to the truth. I had to make it clear. How Jerusalem, your land, your people came from Europe. That was 1947. Your menorah got nice. It's really only seven. Yeah, it's us against the world. I'm a getting this what happened when you inherit lies from your ancestors. Y'all the synagogue of Satan with them black hats. Your whole nation sitting ducks, afflacks, bunch of thieves and culture. Vultures ain't nothing kosher. To tell the truth, you vagabonds don't have a culture. Macedonia, Alexander, and Philip, you a convert. So tell me, how the fuck is you Israel? That'll make you the people just cause you litter. Why my people can't hate your people like y'all hate Hitler? All the prophets was black and was called nigga. Y'all don't even fit the description that's in the scriptures. Abraham, all the way down to Jacob, we the real Jews. Y'all don't study Christ, y'all follow the Talmud. I'm ne I will never take a platform and denounce Africans. I'll never do it. If it means votes are going, let them go. Now I'm prepared to go home. But to take a platform and please white minority by pointing a finger at my other fellow 
black brothers. I'm not going to do that. When I see a Nigerian or a Zimbabwean or a Congolese or Ghanaian, I see myself. This is what they're saying. That's why Africa and them and the other countries are seeing y'all lazy ass niggas. Y'all house ass niggas. Shaquille, Charles Barkley, Stephen A. Smith, uh, Kendrick Perkins, uh, the rest of those clowns. This is, this is what they do, man. Other people see this. But these clowns want to degrade their brother over colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK. They and then when that money look and when they money get stinking and look like doodle paper, and then they gonna want us to wrap our arms around them. But neat. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. We gonna wrap something else around you, and you're not gonna like it. Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley. Stephen A, Uncle Tom Smith, and who else? I'm talking about Kendrick ass, fat ass Perkins. Y'all Uncle Tom's, y'all. Y'all straight Uncle Tom. And we as common black men and common black women, we gonna we gonna pull, we gonna pull y'all string. We gonna call y'all out. We gonna call all y'all out now. Now get get ready for the roll call. DL Hegley. These niggas clown. We're just a day or two away from a full moon, but not just a full moon, a full lunar eclipse. And what that means is the earth, the sun, and the moon are in, in a direct line with one another, and the moon won't be shining bright for a period of time as the earth moves in line with the sun and takes away all the light from the moon. But energetically and spiritually, that also means that this is a time of shedding, releasing, and letting go. Last year, this exact same time, there was a full moon in November with a lunar eclipse. I was in Peru doing ayahuasca and during the ayahuasca journey, I received a vision of something that I would be doing. I personally had limitations and didn't believe that I could do it, that I would do it. These were limitations that I'd heard from other people that I'd received from other people's journeys of what they could and couldn't do. So I thought the vision wasn't real. Not even five months later, the vision had come true and it's still happening to this day. So what does that mean for you? It means that this is a time you have to let go of limiting beliefs. You have to forget the things that people tell you you can't do. Don't let someone else's story and journey be your story and journey. You are unique, you are special, and you are here for a reason. Let the energy of the full moon and the full lunar eclipse help you to release doubt, hesitation, fear, and worry so that you can step into the future that you were meant to have. The people that are in control of what hip hop does is so fucking white and so fucking Jewish until they don't give a fuck about what the culture and the craft and what the what it really is about. I don't know if the motherfucker is trying to really uh, 
let me say this shit right, because I, I want this to be as offensive as I can fucking make it for th- these old-ass uh, punks that's running these record labels. You know, that's, that's the, in the powerful positions to, to dictate what the black community hears and listens to. You know what I mean? I, I, I fucking hate that shit. Like, that shit pisses me off. Like, there's no fucking way that you can tell me it's the, that, that it's not a conspiracy against the blacks. You know what? I used to like Shaquille O'Neal. But this nigga is, he's slow, y'all. You can hear it. See, like, he talk and his brain don't register until... It registered. This is this is this nigga. This nigga sick. This nigga seven foot, right, y'all? Out of state. This nigga seven foot, and he he getting penetrated by the white man. He getting penetrated by the white man. I used to I used to be mad at Kobe Bryant about what he said to Shaquille or whatever. Now I see Kobe see that that nigga is a snake. That nigga is a dirty fucking dirty dog. Him, Charles Barkley, um, Stephen A., Uncle Tom Smith, and Kendrick Perkins. These niggas. Y'all, we need to hold those niggas accountable. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. You say, here's a link to this. That, that tells me, hey, you should watch this. Where were you when I was uh, a kid, figuring out 300 million of my ancestors are buried in America? I could tell he's not conscious. He doesn't really care what what's going on. But we got to answer for what this idiot is. Where were you guys asking those? And then he got a nerd to call my man an idiot. This slow down. Please. Somebody, please. God, somebody out there, my 3,000 listeners, somebody out there who knows Shakira, please send him this link. Because he's a no good, stinking ass, dirty ass, rotten, crooked nigga, house nigga. Boy, these boys right here, I can't stand. No wonder we got to get rid of these niggas. We got to get rid of these. Us common man, we got to get rid of these niggas. About traumatic events of my familial history and what I'm proud to come from and why I'm proud to stand here. It's obviously by his answers and what he answered. He doesn't really care. Sure. I think he should have been suspended. I can't believe that we ain't talking about that. We're talking about this idiot. It's too late. It's too late. You should watch this. You should watch this. You should watch this. Right here, we by black, right here with my rock, with the gas, sneakers. We in Detroit, y'all. This message needs to reach brothers like Kanye. Anybody that's that's trying to get approved from everybody else, just know that we already got people in our community that's already doing things like this. All we need is each other. If anybody dropped Kanye, then we should drop them and then deal with Kanye behind closed doors. And the way that we deal with Kanye behind closed doors is like you're not getting our support if you don't support us. And if anybody want to drop us, we drop them. That's the way that we got to work. But let me show you how this brother's shoes real quick. Hold on, check this out. 
Well, the Gates Foundation has partnered with Diffit on a great number of things, and uh, among those are our work we do together on livestock, uh, helping animals survive uh, either by having vaccines or better genetics, uh, helping them be more productive. It's making a big difference. Uh, you know, I was down in Ethiopia seeing how chickens are out there uh, laying more eggs, getting more nutrition, uh, and even some small savings into the household. So, uh, Edinburgh happens to be where. A lot of the world's best work on this is done, and that's why uh, Diffid and the Gates Foundation are, are funding scientists here. So tell me why I just read that the American Jewish Committee, which is the largest, one of the largest Jewish organizations in America, has started a petition to urge Amazon to take down the book, which was later turned into the film From Hebrews to Negroes. For those of you that don't know, this is the same film that Kyrie Irving posted to his Twitter that he received backlash from from the Jewish committee and the NBA resulting in him being suspended for five games. The book and the movie From Hebrews to Negroes simply talks about the idea that black people are Jews. Now last time I checked, this is America. We are all allowed to have freedom of religion, freedom of opinion, freedom of speech. But somehow Black people believing that their Jews is anti-Semitic. So to bring it back, that's why Kyrie Irving was suspended for five games because they claimed he was anti-Semitic and he refused to apologize. Now, I went to go do some research on this and I went to go look this up because I was curious. And I went on Amazon and I looked on Amazon and I noticed that Mein Kampf, Mein Kampf is the literal autobiography written by Adolf Hitler. And it details the radicalization process that led him to become the man that we all know him in history as the evil bastard you understand his memoirs Mein Kampf is still on Amazon and it's being sold right now but you don't hear anybody from the Jewish community urging and signing petitions to get Adolf Hitler's book removed from Amazon but they want from Hebrews to Negroes removed from Amazon I'm trying to figure out, maybe I, I'm lost. Maybe I'm confused, but I'm, I mean, what's more anti-Semitic than Adolf Hitler? But the reality is, and this is something that we have to realize uh, as Blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans, this has nothing to do with hate speech. This has nothing to do with anti-Semitism. This is all about shutting you up. Everybody's allowed to believe whatever they want to believe in America. I can wake up tomorrow and say, I identify as a woman, and you have to respect my opinion. You have to respect my choice, right? But the moment black people come out and say and have the audacity to believe that, hey, maybe we are the Jews. I mean, we're reading the Bible and the Bible says the Jews are black. Maybe we're the Jews. All of a sudden, the world is in an uproar because we have the audacity to want to identify simply as who we are. It's time we wake up and realize that the Jews are black. And you should claim your identity and don't be scared of being canceled for claiming who you are, man. It's the reality. You know what's crazy? These people sit here and had a nerve trying to call a black man anti-Semitic for speaking out about what's happened to black people and speaking on the atrocities of what happened to black people. Are you serious? And then you always want to throw the Holocaust in there. Oh my gosh. Let's talk about slavery. 
Yeah, that's the conversation y'all don't want to have. Yeah, let's talk about slavery. Let's talk about them 99 million Negroes that y'all responsible for. Let's have a conversation about that. How y'all had insurance on every slave that died on the way here. Let's have this conversation, yeah. Let's have this conversation about them 77 million Native American Indians that y'all are responsible to. And then you created a holiday called Thanksgiving. Let's have this conversation. Let's have this conversation about them 25 million Hispanics that y'all are responsible for. Yeah, let's have this conversation, right? Y'all want to talk about the Holocaust all the time. Y'all want to talk about Pearl Harbor. Y'all want to talk about 9-11. Let's talk about slavery. Let's talk about them 200 million people that have been killed. Let's talk about that. Let's have this conversation. Y'all love talk about y'all pain. But when a black man speak up about his pain, about what his people been through, y'all want to call it anti-Semitic. Y'all want to call it hate speech. You want to tell him he preaching hate. Oh, he, he, he preaching anti-Semitic. Let's talk about slavery. Yeah, let's have this conversation. Y'all don't want to have this conversation because y'all afraid. Because guess what? That's going to expose that y'all are not the real Jews. That's going to expose that y'all people are imposters. That y'all people are really the children of Amalek. That's who y'all come from. Those people over there in Israel are the sons and daughters of the of, the, of Amalek. Amalek is the great grandson of Esau. You go and ask these Jewish people, if you claim to be a Jew, what tribe you from? And if y'all are God chosen people, then why the hell says Bojia ain't cracked that sky yet? If y'all if y'all God chosen people, y'all the real Jews, why is war still going on right now? Why is there not no peace in the earth? Y'all are not the real Jews. Y'all love throwing up the Holocaust. That's the only thing y'all got. We got hundreds of thousands of things to talk about what happened to black people. Because you know why? Because black people are God's chosen people. And the Lord said, when we broke the law, we are going to go into slavery and on ships. The new world order really consists of three aspects. There is a new world political system that everyone today is calling the New World Order. As well as that, there is a, an economic plan for the New World Order. And that is called the New World Economic Order. Uh, in addition to those two items, there's a third plan for religion. You see, uh, the planners of the world know that men need a religion of some kind, even if it's a false one. So they have a plan to give us a new age world global occultic religion so really there's there's three aspects to this new world order a new world economic order in which a computer chip will be injected into our hands or foreheads as a means to track control and identify us and will also be used to uh make our purchases and scan and well they've, they've already put the program in in los angeles in fact uh, right. a trilateralist uh, named mayor bradley uncle tom bradley was uh, responsible for putting this in dogs right and your children will be uh considered like animals you ain't shot my motherfucking house up with my son inside and my baby mama tell me i have to fucking press charges no this is voicemail she just fucking left me y'all why the fuck would you fucking call the police on my boyfriend 
you know he fucking shot your hustle because you took my damn fun without my permission. That's why he did that. I just hope you don't press charges because I don't want him to be in jail because of my bullshit with you. They just arrested him this damn morning. Like, I don't have time for this shit. Like, you can get your son. You can have full custody of your son. Just don't press charges on my dude because I want him out. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want him to be locked away. No, that's not fair because of my bullshit with you. No, you can get your son if you want him. I don't care. Just... Don't press charges on my dude because I don't want him to go to jail. Can't shut my See, this is why these young dudes are so fucked up in the head. They're going to take a charge. He in jail. She's trying to get him out of jail because he in jail behind her mess. Straight, beta, weak ass niggas. What you're seeing with Kanye West and Kyrie Irving is an op. Okay, so let me explain to you how this works. So I'm a combat veteran. I spent some time downrange in Afghanistan and I'm ready at 100%, which is VA compensation. That's the highest that, that, that you can go. Let me explain to you what we did in, in Afghanistan. See, there was a tribe there called the uh, Pashto or Pashtu, and I don't want to mispronounce that, so, so that's why I just, I just said both. And they are the majority there. And we know that they were more willing to work with us, so we tried to use them to drown out the other tribes get people that look like the other tribes to go and talk to them and try to convince them try to actually convince them to work with us so i saw imperialism i saw an op happen right in front of my eyes it's the same thing here let me tell you why i gave kanye west my blind support even though i don't agree with anything that he said it's because that's that's how you counteract this op if we allow criticism of kanye west to go to actually go through that you understand they're going to use Kanye to go after somebody else. I already saw that coming. Do you see how this works? And then it's not just Kyrie. They're going to use Kyrie to go after the, to, 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 to actually go after another another black person. All right. This never stops. This is why when you see the sharks circling, you pull the person out of the water. It doesn't matter who the person is, because when the sharks start circling, they won't stop. All right. So another thing that I did in the, in the military is that, is that I trained as a 25 Bravo at Fort Gordon. And 25 Bravo is an information technology specialist. So I do a lot of computer work. I do a lot of typing. I'm, I'm just going to leave it there because of OPSEC or operational, or, or operational security. Let's just say I, I've seen files. I've seen how this works. All right. You right now, many of you are falling for the op. It's not about Kanye. It's not about Kyrie. It's about stopping the sharks circling in the water. Look at Rwanda. Look at so many cases. Had someone just simply pressed the stop button, it would have stopped immediately. It wouldn't have trickled down. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have matriculated. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have blown up like that. Okay? So understand how, how the government works. The government wants so badly to correct course because white supremacy has, has, been, has been taking L's right now. The white supremacists are on high alert because 2040 is coming. So right now they're trying their best, their best to take down as many black men as possible. And if you look around and be objective with yourself, no matter what your opinion is, ain't that happening?
A pastor asked me why alum attacking pastor. This is not about viral contra, um, comments, likes. It's about the truth that the pastor need to own up to. You need to tell the truth, pastor. This is personal. Let me tell the people the truth. Back in the days, like my mama. My ancestors didn't know how to read and write. And the only one we believed in was you because you knew the European Bible. You a scumbag, yo. And tell about the contract you signed. You signed till right now today. That if you teach us the Bible, you get top property um, tax write-off. It was all about your money. It was about saving the black race. And we believed you. And you led us to a slaughter. Look at these kids killing each other right now. Because they don't even know who they are. They don't even know who they are. How can you look in the mirror? For y'all people who go to church, ask your pastor, did he sign a contract? Even when we got money, we be called the N-word. We being choked out. Our kids being killed. We even got other people doing it to us based on a contract you signed. Tell the people the truth, pastor. We move into a decent neighborhood to change our life and we be still harassed based on that contract. It wasn't about your people. It was about putting money in your pocket. You're a scumbag. Men and women is not the same at all. Men love idealistically, men love opportunistically. I understand the fact that as a man, a woman loves you for what you bring to the table. Your money, your income, your status, your confidence, your ambition, your cleverness. There's a whole bunch of different things that women look for in a man before they can actually love and submit and want to be with him. For men, it's like you love women for real because we don't have as many requirements of You them love women they, for real? That's what you said? Yeah, you love women idealistically. This yeah. is why breakups hurt men way more. That's why men commit suicide way more when it comes to you Break down what idealistically means. I mean, obviously, no love is... Um, Unconditional. Unconditional. It's the closest to it. When a man loves a woman, he loves her far harder yeah. than she loves him back, so to speak. This is why women overwhelmingly initiate divorce and breakups, etc. And why guys have such a tough time getting over it. Because when a man loves a woman, he loves her for real. When a woman loves a man, she loves him. He makes her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is different. This is strange to me because I never heard none of this kind of stuff until I until the internet, until the internet. And these ain't bars. These ain't bars. These are. These are words from men that didn't get played when they was young. I'm sorry. Look, where I'm from, men don't got nothing. And they still get played for women. Nothing. No car, no career, no nothing. He can still get babies. He can still get a wife. All he got to be able to do, now I will say, is hold himself down. You just can't be no punk. That's it. But in terms of money, there ain't no millionaires running from. You know what I'm saying? Nobody was making uh, 500000 right? These is people living below the poverty level, right? And they were still getting action. Now, men loving women ide idealistically, that's very interesting because what does that mean? That means men love the ideal of women, but not the actual woman. Men don't love the human. love this ideal of the woman. And what is this ideal of the woman? That the woman has a virtue 
in a behavior that is better than men. It's the ideal. This is why men prop women up. This is why men uh, look at women. Uh, basically, men need the woman to exude a behavior that men don't have, right? So she is the morality while the man is flawed. You know, men have this ideal of women that women are better than men. So men need to believe in this because the men as a whole are flawed as fuck. But so are women. But that's not how we look at them. We don't look at them as human. We look at them as an ideal. Listen to what he said. We love women idealistically. See, when you love a woman idealistically, you take away her humanity. So when she shows up as human, you're shocked and, you're, and your heart is broken. This is why you love her more because it's an ideal, you know, it's basically what a man aspires to be, right? The woman has to have the sexual behavior, uh, practice sexual discipline, not the man. The woman has to uh, show a, a politeness, not the man. The woman can't be uncouth. The man can be uncouth. The, the man can be straight savage, but the woman has to represent an ideal of, of the, what a man could be, the possibility. Because what does that mean? How do you love somebody idealistically? That takes away their humanity. Men and women, whether y'all like it or not, are both mammals, right? The biological functions that a man has, a woman has. The flawed nature that a man has, a woman has. The sexual appetite that men have, women also have. But you need to believe the woman is something else. And that's what hurts men's feelings when the woman shows her humanity. Last night we made history. I finally made you my lady officially. Victory, special delivery. Write your name in calligraphy. You the type I take on a flight to Italy. I don't do this shit typically. Pull them panties to the side, kiss that pussy deliberately. Now she get wet when she in my proximity. Compatibility is symmetry. It was just conversations initially. Never thought we ever get to this point. Got you blushing whenever you mention me. They gon' be waiting for us to fall off for a century. Literally. I kiss you in public just for publicity. I just wanna show you consistency. She never say no, that's reliability. Keep me focused, increase my productivity. Now we bout to take over the industry. When we together, it's positive energy. Touch your hair on, I get the artillery. Turn them haters into history, yeah. She keep it tight and it's slippery. Came in my life and she added stability. Made me proud of my responsibility. Scientists couldn't get this chemistry. When we made love, can't describe the intensity. Help me redefine my identity, yeah. Every time we touch, it's electricity. Bust it open for me with flexibility. Gotta bust it for me with efficiency. Tame a street nigga, she got that up. We started out just friends. Never thought we would be something more than that. When I pull up, you hop in the bins. Whatever you want, I order that Hop on the jet, that's how we ride out Smoking the best when we vibe out I slide in, I slide out Great convo when we vibe out We started out just friends 
Never thought we would be something more than that When I pull up, you hop in the bins Whatever you want, I order that Hop on the jet, that's how we ride out Smoking the best when we vibe out I slide in, I slide out Great convo when we vibe out Never thought it would be you, you To make all my dreams come true Be the one that I run to When I'm feeling you, I always slide through You whisk me away, vibing while we in my head We go so hard, now it's time to parlay I'm yours to take, let's play Put Mr. C on a play Giving your brain on a yacht Beating it up like the waves beat the rocks All in my guts, just dropping your nuts So much deeper than fucking We damn near making love Then we count it up Can't get much realer than us Can't get much thriller than us I'll stay to my run it up You say the word, I'll turn up Roll up and spark up the blood Knows I'm the regular girl Concocting a master plan To take over the world It's just as more precious than diamonds and pearls Solid remain by his side Forever locked in, down the rise Submit to you, pride aside In it with you to the day I die He's the goat that's fat Always got his back Special words at the gas Hold him down like that Touch his soul, help him grow Pick him up when he's low Be the peace that he sees And his freak in the sheets The woman of his dreams